1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Nothing's gonna have a game Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, 18th day of November 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there, man. Yeah. Doing Woo. Big J things already this morning. Uh, what are your weekend plans, Big J? Uh, let's see. Uh, tonight, I, uh, we'll kick it off with Friday evening. I got a
0: live broadcast from 2 to 4. That's not the evening. I know. Okay. Well, I mean, it feels that way to me. Uh, so a long day. And then uh, tomorrow, I got a live broadcast. And then uh, I, I haven't even had a chance to touch... Warzone 2.0, really, or any of that, so I'll probably have to
1: get into some of that. You'll have to. You don't have a choice. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds it's like i big- left behind. Live broadcasts and video games this weekend, yes? Yeah. That sounds perfect, man. I'm very, very jealous. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, wow, what is yours? Can I've you got just... my children. I will be hanging out with my children, who apparently are still not feeling. No, oh, no, man, a, a second week. So yeah, it's been a long kind of thing, and uh, it's it's just colds because I can't count how many times they've been tested for COVID over the last couple of days. Yeah. But uh, but they are still on the uh, the kind of ass end of whatever cold that they caught at school, and it's been a rough go of it. But. Uh, it's okay. It'll be nice to, uh, to hang out and spend some time. But uh, for the sake of other people, uh, it will be spent pretty much in quarantine this weekend. Just making sure everybody's happy and as comfortable as they can be as we hang out together and enjoy a little weekend. Hopefully your weekend plans are good. We have a very busy Friday show lined up for you. Not only uh, will Big J decree a song for you to hear and enjoy as part of the What You are Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day today. But we also have a bunch of people popping on by Lounge at the End of the Universe Friday. They got a lot of stuff happening over the next couple of weeks. Of course, not going to be in next week for Thanksgiving. So want to make sure they lay out the table for the next couple of weeks out there for you. We're going to have a fr- visit from our friend Jason Hasek, who's going to talk to you about how you can help out some great people here in the Treasure Valley. That's happening this morning. We also have the last chance today for inflation retaliation. Welcome to the final day of $1,000 every single weekday. Your final five code words will happen over the course of the day today. First one happens a little bit after nine o'clock, so a reason to stick around and get ready to text in because you could be our final $1,000 winner. And we're still qualifying people for that UTV, which will give you a chance to qualify for at 7.30 with a little game called UTV. That, plus we got Mulaney tickets for tonight at Idaho Central Arena. And we got some Carlos Jr. coming your way, too. So, again, a busy Friday show. Did I sufficiently set the table? I think so, man. So now you and know. And fun. Yeah, well, listen, that goes without saying, at least. Uh, Maybe. I'm hoping. We'll see. <laughs> we got our work cut out for us. But we'll start with some sublime. Santeria kicking things off here on The Morning After on the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. If you didn't already know it's cold outside, you should know it's so cold, Big Jay's wearing pants. So now you know winter temperatures are here. Yeah, that is the official sign uh, that winter is here. When Big Jay stops wearing shorts, you know Bleep's cold outside. And uh, that's never going to stop, however, Idaho adventurers inside and outside the trails. Lots of people enjoy going hiking, both, you know, in big mark trails and off the uh, the beaten path a little bit. And this time of year, there needs to be some extra considerations for people that do the trails from time to time. And so it is important that you know that Boise Parks and Recreation have launched a brand new tool for this particular winter season. It is real-time trail condition updates on the website ridgetorivers.org slash trails. Now, that's a place that you can go through when you, before you plan your hiking trip, while you're on your hiking trip, because it's updated real time. And it gives you an idea of whatever trails you're going to, what condition they're in. Uh, so as to basically, you can think if you're somebody that you know cares about your environment, you want to stay off muddy trails in the winter because it can help erode things, cause some problems, all sorts of issues. Also, you could slip, fall, get hurt if you're going to a remote area. That's not good either. And so there are three different places that the maps are updated on a regular basis. Either they're red, which means they're muddy and you should stay off them. They're green, which means they're good. You can hike the trail with no problem. Or it's blue, which means it's currently frozen, which is something that could happen during the course of the year, especially in the early early morning hours or if there's snow the night before or whatever. And that's also a situation where you probably should stay off of it. But they're asking for people's help because they rely on kind of like a crowd mentality when it comes to this particular stuff if you're on the trail and you notice it's muddy report it to that particular website or if it's good to go also nice to get an all green and then if they get a lot of reports they will send somebody out there boise parks and rec will to confirm the condition and make sure everything is okay because they want to keep hikers and of course the trails as safe as they possibly can which makes sense to me So check it out if you are somebody that goes on walks or hikes on a regular basis. Again, ridgetorivers.org slash trails. It's a new interactive map that they have launched to help you out as you get ready to go out for the winter months. We've got a game on Saturday between your Boise State Broncos and the Wyoming Cowboys, and it's a pretty marquee matchup in the Mount West, Big Jay. As both teams come in 7-3, Boise State undefeated in Mount West play 6-0, Wyoming 5-1. In Mount West, play. So, this is a battle for first place, Big J. And it's happening at 5 o'clock on Saturday from Laramie. In the last four years, these two teams have played each other very, very close and competitive games. And I'm guessing this year might be more of the same, although you certainly would like a blowout like last week. I'm not sure we're going to get it. So, you can watch on CBS Sports Network if you would like to cheer on the Broncos against the Cowboys this weekend. No surprise here, but Aaron Judge was named the American League's MVP last year for the year for the awards. Shoei Otani got two other first place votes for the Los Angeles Angels to finish in second place. Uh, Judge, of course, led the league in home runs, RBIs, slugging percentage, on-base percentage, and total bases. He's the first Yankees outfielder to get the prize since Mickey Mantle did it back in 1962. On the other side of the ledger, on the NL side, Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt got the NL's most valuable player. He received 22 first place votes. Manny Machado of the Padres got seven and finished in second place. First time, of course, he's got the honor. First time for Judge as well. Uh, The snowstorm that's hitting Buffalo has caused the NFL to reschedule its game. They're not going to be playing in Buffalo this weekend. Their Week 11 matchup against the Browns has been moved to Detroit to escape this huge store storm that's coming in the western part of New York. They could be dumping uh, almost six to eight feet of snow over the weekend so that's a lot and they want to of course the safety of the fans is very important because most fans would brave that just to get to a bills game and they're like that's probably not a good idea although that always sucks when you have a home game taken away from you. yeah no kidding uh, no matter what is going on and last night on thursday night football the titans beat the packers 27 to 17 as green bay's spiral continues thought they might bounce back after a cowboys win but that's not the case The uh, 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony will premiere this weekend on HBO Max. It's going to happen on Saturday evening if you want to watch the ceremony and the speeches where, of course, Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Eminem, The Arrhythmics, Dolly Parton, Carly Simon, Lionel Richie all got in. Judas Priest was also there, too, and they had themselves a pretty good time, and you can enjoy all the performances, all the speeches, and all the cool things happening, uh, courtesy of HBO or an HBO Max on Saturday evening if you want to partake, and, of course, that will be on demand as well. It is airing live, not live, it is already pre-recorded, but it's airing, like, in in its entirety streaming on the actual channel, but once it's up and on there, you'll be able to access it anytime to see some really cool Hall of Fame performances. They're always nice. They have original lineups yeah. reuniting, they have guests, they have duets, they have all sorts of cool things and special guests that go on, so it's always worth a look, especially uh, if only for Judas Priest this time around. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your first round of important stuff. <coughs> Hey, that is Starset, that is Breaking Benjamin, and it is Waiting on the Sky to Change here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's no doubt about it, Big J. Most of us are probably a bit too connected to our cell phones. Agree or disagree? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we've talked about before how sometimes you can get addicted to it, how it can be seriously an issue, how you have probably some problems if you can't go a couple of minutes without looking at it in some way, shape, or form. But it also is probably not great that to know that... Our phones are causing us great amounts of anxiety pretty much every day. Uh, That at least according to a new survey survey from SMS Digital who surveyed 20,000 Americans, Big J, and found out that uh, most of us, about 53% of us, say that we're in a constant form of anxiety about our phones. Meaning we're worried about we're going to drop them. Or they're going to break or we're gonna have a crack in our phone or what happens if that happens and we are apparently worried about it almost constantly which is never a good thing so if you are addicted to the thing that's giving you anxiety that's probably not great for your mental health in case you're curious And this is one of the reasons why they released this study, because they're like, Hey guys, maybe you should either one, worry about it a little bit less, or two, use your phones a little bit less so it doesn't freak you out all the time. But the odds of either of those two things happening are very, very small. I was wondering why you were uh, unwrapping your phone with bubble wrap this morning. Uh, I wish I was. Uh, I actually have, I don't know about you, but I have, like, uh, two different forms of uh, kind of protection around my phone. I've got an OtterBox case, it. and then I've got the screen protector as well.
0: Well, I think that's standard, so really. that
1: a, Well, I mean, you'd be surprised, because uh, a, a 33% of phone users in America have some sort of crack on their phone, uh, in their display. So we have 33% of phones out there that have a crack in it, which would probably mean that they're not using a screen protector of some kind. And uh, and the other part of us that that don't already have a crack in it are worried we're going to get one. Does that enter your thoughts on a ba- regular basis? No, not really. I uh,
0: I mean my phone I think is just two plus years old at this point, and um, you know I've got no cracks on the screen, but the back is uh, is another story altogether. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the back of my phone? Like From I, 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 I it? yeah I briefly had didn't have a case on it for like just a day, and I dropped it, and it cracked in the back, and I was like oh bummer.
1: Uh, But it's still functioning, no problems whatsoever. You know, that's the other part about it. They say that the average American drops their phone about four times a day. Is that accurate?
0: Uh, I don't know if that's accurate. I mean, I I drop it every now and then, but um, but not that much.
1: Does that give you anxiety when you drop your phone? No. It doesn't freak you out like, oh, I hope it's okay. I hope it doesn't break. I hope I didn't drop it in something or whatever. Nope. Uh, That's good because it apparently does to most people as well. I thought the four was high too, but again, this is factoring in a lot of different things and a lot of different people and i think maybe i'm just a little bit more protective or i have it on a solid surface more than most but uh i don't drop my phone four times a day i probably drop my phone maybe four times every six months i mean like it's rare it is rare now that's not to say my phone doesn't get dropped when my kids running around with it but it does uh, i don't drop it very much But I don't really worry about it. But uh, according to most people, uh, in fact, the average American has about what they call, quote, six heart attack moments every week where they drop their phone into something bad and they worry about it and freak out about it and part of it is because phones are so oh, damn expensive oh, I mean
0: man. you know they're over a thousand bucks yeah. generally so and so if you break
1: mm. yours or something yeah. happens to it that's a huge expense and by the way you're probably addicted to it so God knows you can't go a day or two without a phone you'll start to freak out you feel well, disconnected. Could you
0: imagine if you had broken your phone in the last you know month or two you would not be able to take part in uh, retelling re- and inflation retaliation right phones are a very important part of society there's no doubt about it surprised nobody's that one has said i'm gonna buy a new phone with
1: with my <laughs> they'd 000. be short that's the problem they need more money to buy their phone not the completely money that we're giving accurate. away not completely accurate but uh you know the the places that people are most freaked out about dropping their phone sewers bar bathroom floors hospital bathrooms porta potties <laughs> Uh, food... I, listen, I would think the hospital bathroom would be a place that
0: would be less dirty than other bathrooms.
1: That depends what's going on in that hospital bathroom, bro. Uh, they're worried about dropping it in the bath, in the dog's water bowl, in a dumpster, in their beer, in trash cans, all this kind of stuff. And that's all very valid concerns, but nor it shouldn't probably creep into your every single thought. The point is, be a little bit more careful with your phone so you don't freak out about it all the time. And also, yeah, hold on to them a little bit better. If you're dropping your phone four times a day, I think that sounds like a you problem. Really? Maybe,
0: uh,
1: yeah, some sort of obstacle course that you can go through for training. <laughs> I don't know. Work. Get one of those grip strengtheners, you know, do some workouts so you can hold yeah. on to your phone a little bit. Uh, because it shouldn't be that hard to hold on to unless you're dipping it in Crisco every night. And if you are, why? Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me Song of the Day coming up here in a few on the x Rocks. <laughs> That is Bush that has come down here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Friday morning, Big J selects a song to get the blood flowing. First we find out the what, then we find out the why. Big J, what's your song today? Uh, the what is Five Finger Death Punch is bleed the bleeding. Alright, here's Big J's song. Enjoy it. We'll find out why next on the X. That is Big J's What You Gonna Do, Fire Me Song of the Day. It's Five Finger Death Punch's The Bleeding. How come you picking that song, Big J? Yeah,
0: well, I mean, we're less than a month away uh, from Five Finger Death Punch coming to town to the Ford Idaho Center Arena with uh, Brantley Gilbert and Corey Marks. And um, you know what? Uh, it's going to put on a hell of a show, I can tell you that. But... Uh, tickets are still available for this and I would say this is get to an arena show while you can because um, coming up here in 2023 who knows what's going to happen but I will tell you this I'm kind of raising alarm and it's like we haven't had a lot of announcements don't have anything in the pipe as far as what I know of concerts you know when they started touring last year which was great listen 2022 was awesome for concerts but uh, that was before diesel was five plus dollars and these arena shows we're talking you know you got five six to ten different semi trucks for production and things like that I mean the costs for these uh, arena shows are uh, immensely expensive as it is and um, until things start to settle down and this inflation starts to dwindle a little bit man I don't know what's going to happen in 2023 so get to it and enjoy it while you can.
1: Well, not only that, but it's not just inflation. It's also they're struggling to find crew workers, you know? I mean, because right. everybody's touring at the same time, and because that's happening, that leads a a lot of less people qualified to do the jobs you want them to do for these big, gigantic shows because they're already on the road with somebody else.
0: I mean, it's starting in Europe actually, where, you know, bands are we're planning huge European tours and have decided to cancel those outright. Yeah. They can't
1: even find transportation.
0: Yeah, They can't find the trucks and the vans to get them where they need to go exactly and and fuel costs as it is uh, is bad enough but that's something you could overcome the problem even in in europe when uh you know the the locations and stuff is is a much you know shorter distance from what we have here in america so you know i mean i I love five finger death punch it's going to be a great show you can count on it but get out and have some fun and hope for the best in 2023 because uh it's it's it seems bleak to me (laughs) The morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Well, Big J, turns out Elon Musk spending forty-four billion dollars on Twitter might not have been a good decision. As uh, while I don't believe it's in its death rattle stage, as maybe many was predicting last night, uh, Twitter has certainly felt the negative impacts of. Elon Musk coming in and running things his way. The latest uh, kind of battle with that was, uh, if you're not uh, up to date on the Twitter thing, basically Elon has been very upset with how Twitter has been running. And uh, he decided to issue a a memo to company-wide employees and basically said that if they wanted to stay employed, they were going to have to commit to what he called an extremely hardcore work environment, or they were going to have to quit. And they gave he gave basically gave all the Twitter employees till five o'clock yesterday to either say, yes, I will commit to the extra hours and like sleeping at the 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 actual uh, offices or I'm out and I'll take three months severance. And while the numbers uh, vary depending on who you talk to, it, it appeared that a majority of Twitter's workforce ended up quitting yesterday. Uh, There was a bunch of salutes that were involved in the employee chat and uh, the numbers range anywhere from 2,500 to 3,700 employees that decided to hang up their Twitter employment yesterday. This already on top of the fact that Elon has laid off half of Twitter's workforce as it is And the company was basically running on fumes last night, so much so that Elon went after everybody quit, after the workforce. He closed the offices until Monday, and nobody was in running Twitter. So basically, it was chaos, and was running really, really slow. It's still running slow if you jump on there and notice it. It's around, but it's not going fast. And that's because a lot of the engineers are gone and the people that are working on and are working on there anymore. So there's lots of people talking about how this could be the last Twitter weekend. They were talking, of course, last night, how this could be the last Twitter evening, too. So who knows? All we know is the offices are closed until Monday. Uh, Musk has laid off half of Twitter's workforce, and now more than half of those others on top of it quit on fr- uh, yesterday. So now we don't know where it goes and what happens from here. Elon has released a tweet saying he's not worried about it, the good people are still here, but the reality of the situation is probably a little bit more grim than that. So Jeez. it hasn't worked out so far, I guess. Darn. My point. Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, there's plenty other places for people I'll, to go. I'll live. But I'm just saying, it, 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 I mean, we were watching basically somebody said $44 billion on fire, which is incredible when yeah. you think about it. Yeah. I mean, just incredible. And we were talking just yesterday about how people react to bosses that treat them well and with respect. And this is almost like the exact opposite way how you should be a people person. Yeah. And, a
0: and the stuff you're hearing about, especially with his experience at SpaceX and Tesla, it's like, well, why would you want to work for this guy? It's only because he's paying you a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And And I'm like, man, sometimes things just aren't worth it.
1: No, and that's what Twitter employees are finding out. I
0: feel bad for a lot of those folks, but, you know, if we don't have Twitter, oh, well, a lot of people are being very dramatic about it yesterday, and I'm like, dude.
1: Well, a lot of people's brands are very, very reliant on Twitter, and the second that goes away, they become irrelevant, and they have to figure out what that next step is. And so, yes, it's a lot of lifeblood for a lot of people, but, hey, listen, man, when you bank yourself and your brand and everything on something that is fairly fleeting i.e. social media in any way shape or form i mean it's uh, we have the attention spans of fleas guys it'll be you know in five ten months we're on to something else tiktok wasn't even a thing four years ago you guys and now it's the the number two most popular social media network we move on to things fairly quickly and if you're reliant on just one that appears to be a mistake and probably more on you than anybody else although nobody did see twitter blow- i mean i think people thought it would be different i'm not sure we thought right. in a matter of three weeks it would be completely blown up and somebody would drop the ball this fast and this hard but it, all, all of this remains to be seen Boise State, Wyoming tomorrow night on the road in Laramie. Uh, 5 o'clock kickoff on CBS Sports Network. If you want to watch this battle for first place in the Mountain West that will be a place to do it. Aaron Judge, your AL MVP. Paul Goldschmidt your NL MVP. Eagles are loading up on defense for their playoff run. They signed a couple of veterans and Sue, to a two year deal and one year deal yesterday and also Linvel Joseph, a very good defensive lineman that last played with the Chargers. He is also signing up with the Eagles of course they lost a couple of people in the defensive line this last week and the loss to Washington so they're trying to load up and those two names are at least something that you recognize probably and the Tennessee Titans beat the Green Bay Packers 27-17 as uh, my Packers continue to be one of the worst teams in the National Football League gross to watch last night I did not know this was happening did you know that Steven Spielberg was remaking Bullet Big J? No. Yeah, me neither. And I'm like, why? Uh, I'm not sure. But we know Bradley Cooper is the new Steve McQueen. He is going to take over the character of Frank Bullet, which, of course, was last played in 1968 in the film Bullet, which is considered at least, uh, I would say, upper echelon when you're talking about car chase movies to this day. The car chases in Bullet are amazingly shot and put together in sequence and choreographed. And uh, Steven Spielberg, not exactly known for his action, Let alone his thriller. We'll have to see how he pulls this off, but I'm not putting anything past him. He's a pretty good movie director. He can do what he wants to do. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see how this comes together and what they're going to do. Like, is it a full-on remake? Is it the further adventures of? Is it all this kind of stuff?
0: Yeah, they say they want to explore the character more. And I'm like, listen, I I love Bullet. I think it was a great movie. But it's like there's other things you can do.
1: Yes. It's not like there's anything characteristically it, about Bullet that you need to recapture today, I guess, it, is well, it, was, it
0: There was some, you know, in, for in the time of its day, it was pretty riveting. But, sure. But, but looking back uh, and reviewing the movie now, it's like, man, this thing is moving slow. Yeah, it's and pacing. it's just, you know, the car chase uh, is great, obviously, but iconic even. Uh, though uh, outside of that, I mean, it's just... Right. not the super most interesting movie.
1: No, I mean Bullet doesn't have any like particular characteristics that make him a character that you'd want to like there's no reason why you can't call this guy Mark Anderson, I guess is my point. Well,
0: I mean I think the the char- he, he 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 did play very complicated uh, sure. emotionally and those sort of things and but I'm like, you know what that I mean that's a, a, there's hundreds of characters that you can do. Right.
1: Why did they decided like, to yeah. reboot this one is very strange. Maybe it means a lot to Steven Spielberg, who knows. But Bradley Cooper is attached and rarely and Br-
0: Bradley Cooper, too, they've been talking about this, I guess, for years. Yeah, they're both fans.
1: So it makes sense that it's coming together. Whether or not it'll be good will be anybody's guess, but it'll be coming soon. We know that much. That is falling in reverse. That is voices in my head here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in the early part of next month, we are giving away a brand new CF Moto side by side UTV courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports and Volkswagen of Boise. Big J going to be out of Volkswagen of Boise today from two to four to give you a chance to see the UTV in person and sign up to get qualified there. But for those of you that don't have an opportunity to join up for two to four today, you can get on the phone right now and play a little game called You t v to get qualified i've got some clues that'll point you in the direction of a word that begins with either the letters u t or v and if you can get it right you are going to get qualified for this particular utv that we're giving away and you can also play along with adam at 5 30 today and see how you do are you ready yeah Let's i'm ready go to the phones you have no part of this but hello vx i'm still ready hello what's up man what's your name My name's Dan. Dan, you're up first. got to come up with the word I'm thinking of that begins with either a U, a T, or a V. You ready? I'm ready. Clue number one, this is on record as one of Big J's favorite things in the world.
2: Gonna have to go to the next
0: one.
1: You can get this food soft or hard shell at most places that serve them. (laughs) Give me one more. What? This tea food is a staple of Mexican cuisine and usually contains protein, lots of cheese, and some hot sauce, if you kind of like it that way. I'm going to go with taco. Is it taco? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is, in yeah, fact, taco. Good listen, job.
0: Listen, Dan, what, what else comes in hard shell and soft shell form? I'm just curious.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> with a tea or turtle... Yeah, my turtle soup. I mean, soft shell turtle. Technically, crab, I suppose. I guess. But hang on one second. Fair Uh, enough. You are uh, all qualified there, Dan. (laughs) That's right. Tacos is what we were going for. That is the T word, and it is in fact one of your most
0: favorite things in the world. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Last time you had tacos, Big J?
0: Just the other night, I made carne
1: asada tacos for dinner. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we've got your "We're Going to Hell" story. It's happening next on the X Rocks.
3: Hell, you worthless maggot. The
2: Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks.
1: In a story for truly modern times, we are going to Vermont for today's We're Going to Hell story because there was a situation at the University Mall in South Burlington in Vermont this week that caused a bit of an uproar. What ended up happening was there were some people that saw a gentleman walking around the mall parking lot with a couple of swords and a gun, and that's never a good look oh, boy. in yeah, today's day and age. Yikes. And so uh, they ended up contacting mall security. Mall security con- found the gentleman on the surveillance cam, saw, in fact, this was the case, and they contacted police officers. Police officers also saw him on surveillance camera, ran out to the parking lot to try to find him, but he was already gone. And so police were like, okay, what is this guy planning? What is he doing? We should probably, you know, put out an APB and try to identify this particular person. So they took the video footage and they started to ask for the public's help. They plastered it all over the internet, on social media. They got it on the news channels and everybody was looking for what they thought was a potentially dangerous man at the mall that particular day. Not erring, erring on the side of caution. Of course, it makes sense. And of course, uh, that all came to a head when they got a phone call about five minutes later and a gentleman on the other side said, I think I see myself on the news. And they're like, yeah, um, are you the guy in the parking lot of the mall? And he goes, yeah, that's that's totally me. It's me, man. Yeah. And they're like, hey, uh, what's going on, bro? Are you okay? Just getting ready for cosplay. <laughs> and he said that he in fact was holding two swords and he also had a, a pistol style BB gun. Because he had just walked into the mall and purchased those items legally from a store inside the mall that sells those things. And he even had the receipt to prove it. And so he showed up at the police officer, the police uh, station, showed them the receipt. An employee at the store where he said he purchased them also confirmed that was the case. So there have been no charges filed. It's just one of those things where it was a misunderstanding. Now, that has led to another series of questions, which is, hey, store that sells weapons. You ever heard of a bag? Maybe so that, you know, somebody yeah. that completes a purchase can walk out without looking like, you know, they have something, especially without if you're looking like they're Deadpool. Correct. I mean, I get it. It's great. That's awesome that everything was purchased legally and that's fine. and It was a BB gun and all that kind of stuff. But hey, man, like get to do the dude a bag or something that he can carry it out with so that it doesn't look like he's about to do something awful.
0: I, can, this is a, I, I just picture in my mind a, a clerk-style conversation <laughs> happening in that shop with the guy buying the stuff and go, "You can I get a bag or something? <laughs> we don't have bags and, for swords, and Brian sir. And will say, nah, no, you're good.
1: <laughs> I mean, you want a sword bag? Do they make those? But the reality of the situation is, Nobody here really did anything wrong outside of like maybe giving you something to leave the store in. I mean, I think that people probably had a reasonable amount of uh, a a chance to be concerned when something like that is seen in a public place. This dude was just doing what he was doing, which is purchasing items legally, and the officers looking and making sure everything was okay, all on the up and up. It's just something that really could have been avoided if you had the proper packaging at your weapons store when you are selling something legally to somebody so that they don't look like they're some sort of insane person. The mall,
0: also a weird place for that kind of store. Concur. Concur. You know, no but, offense.
1: Like, I mean, I guess, like, w- what is a good place for a sword store? I don't know. I, I don't have That's that a strip answer. strip mall. <laughs> it's still a mall. So, I mean, it's a very interesting situation, but one that was resolved without any and, issues whatsoever. And, I mean, whatsoever. you know, good on the people being vigilant. Assume, yeah, exactly. Nobody did anything wrong here, really. Yeah everybody kind of did everything and covered their bases maybe a little bit of overreaction but you probably want to be on the better safe than sorry side of these things these days if you're the law enforcement officer morning after with nick and big J. there's your going to hell story it is the x rocks
0: on the morning after with nick and big J.
1: We said it at the top of the show, Big J. Uh, In most cases, we try at least our best to bring forth some fun and excitement during the show. Agree or disagree? Yes, bring forth. And that means a lot of times during what we call important stuff, as we hope you've picked up over the last almost 16 years of us doing the show, that it's not exactly the hardest of news. You understand? Yeah, we, we try our best to, to not be the place you go for that particular stuff. I mean, maybe the hardest news was Twitter this morning that we did? Maybe, and even that's debatable. Like, I mean, if you're not involved in Twitter, that is not a part of your life at all. And so uh, it, it can be debatable. But every once in a while, we do have to have serious news stories and talk about serious things and things that can and possibly will impact your life. And so that is why I am here to tell you that after a 10-year study... Looking at house pets across the globe, Big J, they have found out that if you feed your cat or dog wet food, they fart more. It's official. You are doing more damage to your uh, pet's internal organs if you feed them wet food than dry food. That is the study. It's done. It's official. It's been set in stone. And that increases a lot of different things. Number one, the amount of, uh, I guess, your carbon footprint, technically, in your house. Because every time they fart, that's never good. But also, it could actually affect your pet's innards, and so they are recommending now that if you can, you get away with it and you can put it together, feeding your pets exclusively dry food is actually better for their innards than anything else that's out there. Now, some pets, of course, cannot do that for other reasons, and that depends on your situation, but if you want what's best for your pet, that's the way to go. In the Big J household, how does this play out, Big J? Yeah, we don't do a lot of wet food for the cats in particular, so... Yeah, the only time I would give uh, my animals wet food is when I knew they weren't feeling well kind of a thing and they weren't eating. And that was a way to kind of help them through, knowing that it would probably give them a little bit more of the, you know, runs, if you will, and help maybe process whatever they're going throughout. So if they eat exclusively wet food, that's probably not the best thing for them. But sometimes animals are spoiled, Big Jay, and that's what they eat and that's what they get. Yeah. So think about it, won't you? For your pet's sake or just continue doing what you're doing as long as they're happy they're happy it's your call boise state takes on wyoming on saturday that is tomorrow five o'clock kickoff it'll be on cbs sports network the broncos are favored in the game but this is actually a pretty good wyoming team they're facing and a team that's played them pretty toughly the last couple of years so we'll see how this all plays out the broncos are looking to remain undefeated in the mount west conference of course the cowboys only have one loss themselves so again couple of 7-3 teams going up against each other here on Saturday. How do you see it playing out, Big Jay? Uh, I,
0: see, I, I think the Broncos will handle them pretty easily. I mean, they barely beat Colorado University.
1: Yes. So. Uh, Colorado or Colorado State? Colorado State. I'm okay. sorry. So, yeah, it's true. And uh, the Broncos may have had their way with Colorado State. But, again, this Wyoming team has played the Broncos tough the last couple of years. So Especially we'll in Wyoming. Tough place to play. It's going to be wind, cold. Very cold. Yeah. It's not going to be a pretty pretty weekend the Titans beat the Packers last night on Thursday Night Football 27 to 17 the guy who caught Aaron Judge's record setting 60 second home run in October has put it up for auction this week uh, Corey Yuma's declined the three million dollar offer he got for the ball right after he caught it the current price for baseball ever is $3.05 million. That was paid for Mark McGuire's then-record 70th home run back in 1998. The auction collectibles house Golden appears uh, opens on November 29th with the bids. And keep in mind, the guy who caught it is a billionaire as well, so he could hold on to it to whenever he wants. Uh, we did something good with that. <laughs> Do not count on it, my friend. Do not count on it. Big J, it's the end of an era, and I'll give you a chance to era. have your thoughts because uh, I know you watched this show at some point, but Grey's Anatomy will forever be changing. As Ellen Pompeo, the star and executive producer of the show, uh, wrote a note on her social media after she has filmed her last episode on the television show on Thursday. She took to her Instagram to say thanks to viewers for hanging through with her for 19 seasons. She is scheduled to appear only in eight episodes in the upcoming new season of Grey's Anatomy, and then she will be off. Although she will continue to be an executive producer, and the rumor is she will continue to narrate some of the episodes, which she's done since the very beginning, but will no longer appear on camera. Big J, your thoughts on Ellen Pompeo saying goodbye? Goodbye. That's all you have? You watched I mean, a, a Grey's Anatomy for a while, like two seasons, that's, three seasons. Still, I mean, that's a that's a I mean, at that time, there are 26 episodes a season. That's a commitment, bro. Yeah, You're like 70 yeah, episodes. I've, I've forgotten
0: in. everything I saw for the most part.
1: But I, I will say for this: Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, Danny Duquette, who was also in like three episodes, by the way. But uh, I will say that uh, that I watched the show as well, and I, I'm I'm trying to figure out why. This show in particular, people cannot wait to get off of. Because it's only worked out for one person that's ever really left that show. Because if, if Katherine Heigel was a star before she was on the show, yeah. and she really hasn't done much since. And everybody else that's left that show has been pretty much MIA, save Sandra O. Oh. Who's gone on to some really good things? But everybody and even Ellen Papeo, like I can think of one other thing she's ever been in, yeah, and old that's school. old school, yeah. which is yes, yeah, several uh this is decades ago now. It's over it's almost 20 years old. So the question becomes: what happens with her? Is it a good move? Who knows? But she's still connected to the show, just won't be on it nearly as much. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff for the eight o'clock hour. <laughs>
0: the morning after with Nick and Big J, And Pop Culture Smackdown brought to you by Carl's Jr. And it's uh, it's here, man. The Big Carl, the really Big Carl. Bigger and beefier. Get the Big Carl and the Really Big Carl. Only Carl's Jr. We'll get you a couple gift certificates to Carl's Jr. to pick those up. Also, tickets to John Mulaney, which is tonight uh, at uh, Idaho Central Arena. That's uh, downtown Boise. We'll get you set up with all of that if you can beat me at Pop
1: Culture Smackdown. Caveat, of course, being you got to be able to swing by before four o'clock today and pick up these John Mulaney tickets so they do not go to waste, as that is the time that our office is closed. If that fits in your schedule, now would be the time to get on the phone and play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown, 208-287-1003. And fair warning to those calling, you're wandering into Big J's danger zone. Because today is National Princess Day. We're talking to a guy who grew up with two daughters. Yeah. That went to Disneyland a whole bunch of times. No. So we're focusing on Disney princesses for today's trivia. And let's see if you got what it takes. Danger Zone. So we'll see what happens. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, what's your name, man? Will. Will, you're up first. Will, which Disney princess actually saved her prince? Was it Snow White, Ariel, or Belle? It was Ariel. Ariel, no, no, <gasps> I don't know either. She did not really. I don't know. I mean, you. I know you <laughs> see this movie. Hello, the X. Oh, hey there, guys. <laughs> hey, man. Which Disney princess uh, actually saved her prince in her movie? Was it Snow White, Ariel, or Belle? Oh gosh!
0: Now I got it, Nick. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Uh, Ariel. Ariel, no, incorrect. Sorry, man. Hello, the X. Let it go, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're not helping. That's not a hint. Hello, the (laughs) X. Hey, uh, which Disney (laughs) princess... Maybe you're confused as to who is who. Uh, Which Disney princess actually saved her prince? Is it Snow White, Ariel, or Belle? um, Ariel? No. Wrong. Still not. It's... Maybe yeah. just leave that off this we, time. Maybe if maybe we need somebody that isn't of the male persuasion to call. Hello, the X. Oh, hi. Uh, which <laughs> Disney princess actually saved her prince? Was it Snow White, Ariel, or Belle? Belle. Oh. Yes, it is correct. Right. Belle from Beauty and the Beast saved oh, her prince. Okay. Who were you thinking? I was thinking of uh, Frozen. But which one of those characters is in Frozen that I mentioned? I, I thought it was Belle. Oh, I thought no. that was her name. Belle is in Beauty and the Beast, of course. Listen, Big J, congratulations uh, on your win. Which, which of the following Disney princesses is the only non teenager of the group? <laughs> is it Elsa? Is it Jasmine? Or is it Cinderella? Elsa? Elsa is correct. Right. That is right. Let it go. She is a grizzled old 21 right. I, I got in it. the Disney movie uh, Frozen. I got it figured out. We did not get your name. What is your name? Allison. Allison, uh, who is the only Disney princess with a tattoo? Is it Mulan, is it Pocahontas, or is it Moana? Moana. Moana is correct. Right. Well done. Big J, what's the name of the Disney princess in Aladdin?
0: Um,
1: Allison? <laughs> that was very nice to our caller on the phone, but no. Would it help if I said I mentioned her name already in one of the choices? Ariel! Uh, no, that's a Little Mermaid. Belle! Belle is from Beauty and the Beast wrong you got the other name uh there's several other names (laughs) no white no (laughs) jerry Uh, no no jerry the princess is close but it's jasmine Jasmine. ah okay allison congratulations you were gonna go check out john mulaney tonight you also have some carl's jr coming your way thank you for bringing your knowledge of disney princesses to the show you saved us princess morning after with nick and big j we're talking lounge at the end of the universe next on the x rocks There's some bush for you. That is more The Machines here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We continue to tell you there's always something happening at the lounge at the end of the universe. And as we head into the holiday season coming up, there is absolutely no exception to that rule. As beginning on the 23rd, there's a brand new series happening called Punk at the Lounge. And it's an honor and privilege to welcome in the DILFs, who are the hosts of that particular side of things. We got Travis and Jason here. Good morning, guys. How are you? Morning. Thank you much. Thank you. How's it going, guys? We appreciate you coming in. Let's start about then talk about this series a little bit, but start with the band. How did you guys start? Where did the dills What's the origin story of the band, if you don't mind?
2: Well, uh, me and Jason were in another band called Mind Shoes, and then I was also in a punk local different local punk band called Nonfiction with our singer Josh Lakari. So after both of those bands split up, the members just kind of combined into a new manifestation. We were trying to think of a name. We we're like, well, we're all middle-aged dads with kids, why not the DILFs? <laughs> Love
4: it. Love it.
0: What do the kids think about the name?
2: Um, Minor <laughs> teenagers
1: So they just roll their eyes That's yeah, kind of what I get too kind of <laughs> That is fair uh, that's funny. And you guys are beginning kind of a new series At Lounge at the End of the Universe Which is of course famous for lots of things There's comedy there, there's plays, there's Shakespeare There's improv and there's also music And this is the beginning of a brand new series Talk about the origins of that idea What made you guys decide to want to fire this thing up
2: uh, Well I also play at the Lounge in a series For the Sawtooth Family Gathering Jam Where a bunch of local musicians get up and improv together doing kind of jazz funk and all these things and I was hanging out outside uh, during one of those shows talking with uh, Coral, the co-owner at the Mm -hmm. lounge and uh, people were just talking about their other projects. I brought up the DILFs and she was like, oh man, I'd love to do a monthly punk show here and uh, shoot on that a little bit and grew out of that and uh,
1: got in touch with uh, Jen through some other connections and uh, here it is. That's pretty awesome. So you guys have got a couple of months of events kind of planned out in the future as you showcase a lot of punk. You're also kind of dipping your toe into the metal arena a little bit later on as well, but let's focus on the one that's coming up. The way you're kicking things off, give us some of the the great bands that you're showcasing on this particular one.
2: We've got a uh, mall goth moths, mall goth moths coming out. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little bit of mouthful. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are you. Um, the Old One too, and The crawlouts are the other bands that are going to be playing. And then, yeah, the series is, we have shows booked through March of next year, so every month there's going to be
1: something. That's awesome. Congratulations, guys. You know, we big believers in local music here in the Treasure Valley. We have a show that features it, and you want to bring some of that attention to the punk scene here in town, which maybe is not getting the light shined on it that maybe it should be, right? Definitely. Yeah. It really. needs, yeah. needs, needs
2: a little more light shined on it for sure. There's, there's definitely some good bands out there worth... Uh mentioning people need to come out and support live music
0: yeah it's not a genre that's like disappearing or anything it's actually even now really really starting to get back into a robust kind of a group of, of uh different players throughout the country and, and including here which is, is really definitely. good news
2: and there's uh, it, the, the punk umbrella includes uh, <clears throat> a lot more than just your old you know the, the traditional three-chord screaming, you know, punk rock that everybody thinks of. It's yeah, because it's more of an attitude. Really, more of an than attitude. A little more musicality going yeah. on in the scene these days, so that, that always helps. Awesome. Yeah, and we got all of those, show, all five of those dates booked in about forty-eight hours. <laughs> yeah. So nice, That's man. how many was, <laughs> great local bands there are out there. Yeah. And You know, that's how you grow a local scene. Is you get people got to get involved with it. I mean, that's. That's how Seattle happened. That's how all those locations happened. There's so much good music here in Boise that, yeah, it's not just going to be punk bands. Like, we've got a Kleshmere band on one of the dates. <laughs> so, nice, man. You know, we're going to welcome all genres, we're, we're, but... We're definitely
1: all over the place. You're running so the gamut. I love it. Yeah. And a uh, brilliant idea, by the way, to kick things off on a uh, Wednesday. It sounds like it's a weird thing, but it's the day before Thanksgiving, which means everybody has the next day off. You can party it up, have a good time. <laughs> it's one of the biggest bar nights of the year, the 23rd, so that makes sense as well. Uh, I imagine. LoungeBoise.com is where people can grab tickets if they want to get them in advance. Is that correct?
2: This is going to be a free show. Oh, awesome! For man. the holidays and then uh, moving forward, yeah, they can purchase tickets in advance through the lounge uh, or at the door.
1: Beautiful. So grab. So just show up and have a good time. That's, That's a great good.
0: way, man. Get make it free, get them in, and yeah, the get sucker, them, man. Get them in. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Rope them in, and then uh, hopefully they'll. Come back next time. All right. We want to give the band some love as well. If people want to find you guys on social media, is there a place that you suggest they do that?
2: Uh, yeah, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, ReverbNation.com is the link to a couple of our songs. So that should all be accessible out there. Um, or uh, you can just uh, text me directly if you got my number.
1: And I, I know, I know, it's about it's about making sure you're you're shining a light on some other bands. But the Dills are involved in each one of these shows, right? You're hosting these shows.
2: Yeah, we're, correct. We're kind of the house host band. And... Love that. That's awesome. So we'll either open, close, squeeze in here. If we all can't make it, you know. And that's fine but you know it would, everyone would love to squeeze some DILFs in whenever they can I was going to say
1: either way you're getting a taste of the DILFs at each one of these shows and that's all that it matters about so check out Lounge Boise for more information go to the free show on Wednesday and then Monica as well is in studio here with us because there's another event happening as well coming up for Black Friday called the Ethereal Arts Bazaar correct?
3: Yes it is happening the 27th at the Lounge um, it's going to be from 1 to 6 it's just going to be a big bazaar featuring a lot of local artists there's going to be tarot card readers psychics you name it food
1: yep there you go and of course it's the black friday edition of things so it's a very special kind of version of it right
3: yes absolutely and it's also coming on the heels of small business saturday so it's a whole weekend thing so you've got black friday shopping you've got supporting small businesses um a lot of these artists this is their livelihood this is what they do and with covid happening and kind of coming back from these things these events are very important to the local art scene
1: indeed and uh, another free event correct yes absolutely nice. so uh, it doesn't cost you anything to go check it out and have yourself some fun support some great artists and local businesses as well and if people want to follow and get more information about the lounge on social media what's the best place to do that Monica
3: um, so they can follow us on loungeboise.com uh, mm-hmm. or they can uh, get on the Instagram lounge at the end of the universe um, and then our Facebook is loungeboise as well and the ethereal arts bazaar is actually going to be happening every month and we are still accepting vendors as well for this event so um they can uh email leuboisey.com, and i'm taking vendor submissions until the 20th
1: very cool so if you want to get the word out for one of your businesses be a part of these cool things you can certainly reach out to monica that way and check out more information at loungeboise.com thank you monica for coming in yep, absolutely. thank you Travis yeah. and jason Thanks, nice guys. to meet you guys as well yeah. it's thank the morning you. after with nick and big jay <laughs> it's three days grace never too late here on the morning after with nick and big j a proper song title to talk about something that we are going to encourage you to take part in tomorrow which is why it's an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio our really good friend jason from boise angels how are you sir
4: i am doing excellent thank
1: you Thank you for coming in yeah. and being a part of the show today. Uh, we ended up running into you just in pure chance this week, and it was really good to see you again. Remind us that the amazing work that you do, you're the executive director of Boise Angels. And so for those that aren't familiar with the nonprofit and what you guys do, give us like the elevator pitch of what Boise Angels is and what it's about.
4: Absolutely. Thank you, boys. We, uh, we're basically a, a beautiful nonprofit that's trying to change the way children experience the foster care system here. Our organization recognized that uh, not everyone is called to foster or adopt, but there's something that each one of us can do to make a difference in a child's life. And uh, we really just believe in uh, every single child in our community deserves to dream, and then not only dream, but have the opportunities to achieve those dreams. And uh, we're really just trying to figure out a way that we can have our community show up for these children. And you know, really what we believe is every child deserves someone to know the color of their eyes. And so our our organization is young and small, and we're just trying to figure out a way that we can be there and show up and have a a stable, positive, passionate adult in these children's lives, because that's really what's going to make the difference. It's what's going to be the difference of making a statistic um, turn into a success story. Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
1: It's a great great tale that you guys do, and I, I know what we were talking about before we opened up the microphones were how prevalent the foster system is in the Treasure Valley, something that a lot of us don't think about, but there are a lot of children dealing with the foster system here in the Treasure Valley, right?
4: Absolutely. You know, just just thinking about how small our community is, but how it's growing. There's there's fourteen hundred at any point in time um, in our our foster care system. And the the real challenge that we're trying to solve is we're trying to figure out a way to interrupt the stats that are happening right now. And and the few stats that really keep me up at night are uh, the children are moving seven times within two years. That's every few months the children are being moved to a new home, a new school new friends if they even make them yeah and just the the, the expectation that they're actually going to establish some roots and, and build those strong relationships um, and and have those amazing people that will keep them accountable is almost zero and so we're, we're trying to figure out a way that we can we can change another stat which is um, first time fostering homes 50% of them close within the first year and what they're saying is the reason for that is a lack of support. And so that's what our organization does. We, we, we figure out a way that we can walk alongside these families to support them, and we do it in all kinds of different ways from um, consistent support of showing up, uh, intentional giving, whether it's practical items, changing of the seasons right now, um, and then uh, it, it could just be mentorship. So we have all kinds of amazing ways that we can do one-on-one relationships with these kids to uh, uh, know that they have someone that cares about them, uh, as well as looking at the, the horizon for the opportunity. Opportunities that uh, Boise has to offer—it's
1: pretty awesome, yeah. man—and you can tell that this is not something that is just important during the holiday season. Although that does certainly raise the importance of being able to help them out. It's a year-long thing, and it's something that you want to help these kids out throughout their journey, throughout their childhood, throughout this entire process, right?
4: Oh, it's so—you're so right. And that's kind of the other part about our our, uh, our organization is um, inside of our programs. It's actually a pretty big commitment because what we're asking people to do is um, show up and show up for these children and be that stable uh, relationship in their life. And that's a big time commitment. But there's so many different places inside of our organization. You could help those that are. And so just like, yeah, this Saturday is a, a, another one of uh, the beautiful moments that we can sprinkle in. We have one time uh, opportunities that people can give a few hours, a few items and um, all kinds of, uh, of beautiful moments.
1: We're talking about the run that is taking place tomorrow, the Thanksgiving Day Dash for Adoption. You guys have done this, and it's gone virtual a couple of times, and now you're finally back in person. So give us the details uh, of the big event that's happening tomorrow.
4: Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. It feels like COVID's in the rearview mirror, and this is going to be our first year going back in person. and, And really what we're doing is we're having a costume fun run. And it is going to be the only trail run for Thanksgiving uh, that's happening. It's happening tomorrow. And you don't have to be a runner. We have all kinds of um, walks. We're actually going to have a turkey out there running around uh, (laughs) with a, uh, a, a, a... a satchel full of gift cards, and if you pass the turkey, you get a gift card <laughs> uh, but there 's going to be all kinds of just opportunities uh, to connect with um, other community members as well as help us along the way to to sustainably grow our program we 've got everything from Uh, and xbox to bsu tickets to all sorts of beautiful raffle items and just connection moments so we're gathering at the military reserve uh tomorrow registrations open all the way up until the morning of we're going to gather out there about 9 a.m tomorrow
0: yeah and you know if you want to be hands off and i get that too because you're right it is a commitment to be able to get involved in a major way, like you were saying. But, you know, one thing that makes this world go around is money. And, and um, that's always going to need, be, uh, be needed for whatever services and different things and items you're talking about. So people can donate and you can check out the morning after page here in a little bit on how to do that. But uh, that's an important aspect of it as well. It's not something we would love to talk about, but that's the truth.
4: It absolutely is. And unfortunately, the machine doesn't run without fuel. And funding is the biggest part of nonprofits. And it's, it's the hardest conversation that actually takes place because it, actually, it, it, it just takes time. And unfortunately, time takes money. And, and the hardest part of uh, nonprofits, especially small ones, is the most expensive thing to us is the time. And that's what we're trying to instill in the children. So absolutely, there's many ways that, that people can help us. Um, and we, we have that other thing. If you can't adopt, uh, please foster. If you can't foster please volunteer. If you can't volunteer, please donate. And if you can't donate, please w- raise awareness.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I mean, there's lots of opportunities for you to take advantage of, it, including the run tomorrow, which again, you can sign up in advance. Jason, is it okay if people just show up tomorrow morning and want to join in?
4: Yep. Okay. We're going to have day of registrations right at the info booth, right out there uh, at Fort Boise. That's where we're going to be uh, gathering uh, by the bike park. And you'll see uh, all kinds of costumes um, and uh, A a turkey running around. It's pretty awesome.
1: (laughs) It is pretty awesome what you guys do. Uh, And if people want to volunteer time, money, whatever, to help out the Boise Angels proper but can't be there tomorrow,
4: what's a great place to go for more information about the charity? Our website is boiseangels.org and we're on all the social channels. You can find us pretty easy. Just Google Boise Angels. It's pretty awesome what
1: you do, Jason. You truly are the best of us and an inspiration. Thank you very much for coming in and being the man that you are for the Treasure Valley. You've been doing this for years and years and years and helped out a lot of people and a lot of families, and I hope you know it doesn't go unnoticed. You are a really, really good dude, and I'm very happy that you're involved in this process and helping out, again, more families and kids here in the Treasure Valley. It's pretty awesome.
4: You guys are amazing. At every checkpoint, you guys have been there for us um, for decades, so I appreciate you guys. We're happy to help in any
1: way that we can. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Go check it out and check out the Facebook page so that you can sign up and help out Boise Angels with their big run tomorrow. Thank you again, Jason, for coming in. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions next on the x Rocks so far i'm not impressed
0: on the morning after with nick and big j and bad impressions brought to you by treasure valley subaru uh easy and easy out location there next to the idaho center exit off the freeway and we have a pair of tickets here for you. John Mulaney coming to the Idaho Center Arena tonight. And guess what? Uh, We'll get you these tickets to figure out bad impressions. You just need to come pick them up before four o'clock.
1: That is the requirement. It's got to fit in that schedule because we want to make sure these tickets don't go to waste, so make sure you're here before four. If that works for you, get on the phone, 208-287-1003 and play our game called Bad Impressions, which revolves around three clues from Big J about somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out in the three clues or less, you're going to go get your laugh on tonight. And, Big J, any predictions on how this goes?
0: Uh, probably three clues. Right.
1: Says it's going to be a hard one today. We'll see if you're right. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Uh, Will. All right, you're up.
0: I played a crazy cult leader in bad times at the El Royale.
4: Uh, the next one, please.
0: Black Hat, Red Dawn, Cabin in the Woods, and Extraction are just a few of the movies I've starred in.
4: We need got next one?
0: Whether it be... Uh, Thor or Fat Thor or Enlightened Thor, I'm just Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. That's good enough, man. It
1: work will hang on one second. We'll send you John Milani tonight at Idaho Central Arena. Well done, sir. Hang on. And why is Chris Hemsworth in the news? Yeah, he uh, did an interview with Vanity Fair
0: and uh, not not such great news, but uh, he was speaking about the fact that he had some blood work done and it showed uh, that uh, he discovered uh, that he has uh, uh, two copies of a gene that increase your odds of developing Alzheimer's disease uh, 8 to 12 fold according to the male clinic, and um, that's something that he's got to take into consideration, and he's trying to do some stuff to uh, lessen that thing. Now, this is the kind that happens uh, later in your life, in, this, in your 60s, in your later 60s and such, but uh, obviously uh, not ideal, and he said, uh, he told Vanity Fair, most of us, like we like to avoid speaking about death and hope that we'll somehow avoid it. We all have this belief that we'll figure it out, then to all of a sudden be told some big indicators are actually pointing to this as a route which is going to happen. The reality of it sinks in. He explained he kept uh, kept. Uh Kept on keeps on going, and uh, it's t- taken him a bit to grasp the concept, but he's trying to make some lifestyle changes that will also help uh, in the cognitive side as well as the uh,
1: physical side. Makes sense. It's always uh, a difficult situation when you get news like that, but doing the best you can to make sure you prolong uh, your state of mind and everything else as much as possible is probably the only route you can take. Yeah. Right? So uh, that is uh, not exactly the best news, but he seems to be doing everything right for him and his family in order to uh, make that as good as possible. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on The X Rocks. bad man that's the latest from disturbed it is called bad man today is record release day for that band as a matter of fact you can pick up the new disturbed album today make sure you check out the X's facebook page and social media access for our full interview with mike rengren which we put together uh earlier this week it's going to be pretty awesome to hear us talk about that And you can check out the full video it'll be available up on all the socials here later today morning after with nick and big j that's it for us but we do have one more piece of business you know we are giving away a thousand dollars a day for inflation retaliation we must i try to get a hold of today's winner. Hello. Hello. Hi, is Jeff in, please? This is him. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, man? It's Nick and Big J from 100.3 The X. How are you?
3: Holy shit, <laughs> good. <laughs> how you doing?
1: <laughs> yes, Jeff! <laughs> we're all right, man. Although I get the feeling you might be a little bit better than us. Uh, can you figure out why we're calling you, sir? No, did I win? Uh, yes, you yeah. have been called no. as the $1,000 winner for today. Congratulations, Jeff. Yeah,
3: I've never won anything in my life. <laughs> it's weird hearing you on the... Uh I'm assuming. <laughs> well, uh, uh,
1: hopefully it's a good phone call, and you're happy to hear our voices, man. We certainly are happy to uh, to give this to you. But just know, very very soon, you got a thousand dollars coming your way. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff, for listening. Thank you for playing Inflation Retaliation. Enjoy that thousand dollars coming your way, courtesy of the X. And again, today is the last day to enter in the contest for it, as we have one more thousand dollar prize to give away. Four more code words in order to do that at eleven, one, three, and five today. Make sure you text those in and get in the running and win yourself some cash just like Jeff. Lots of thank you today. Thank you to Jason Hossick for popping by. Thank you to the Dilfs and Monica from Lounge at the yeah. of the End of Universe for popping by, talking about their big events coming up in the next week, week and a half. And of course, thank you to you for listening to the radio station and the show. We do appreciate that, and that leaves you with the floor, Big
0: Jeff. Well, you stole what I was going to talk about here uh, with uh, the disturbed interview with Mike uh, Wengren, uh, which is up live now on uh, our YouTube page. Uh, 1003 The X Rocks, by the way, is where you can find our youtube page or if you go you look uh for the x rocks and an interview it'll pop up probably in your search results because uh,
1: we're awesome check it out for yourself and enjoy the new disturbed album mountain stores today that's it for us we'll see you guys on monday have a fantastic one it is the x rocks <coughs>